All right. Welcome to the Operations Mastery Podcast. I'm Nick. I'm here with Brian Hong. He is the founder of Infotech Solutions. They're a huge marketing agency based out of Louisiana, but he also has in his hands in a ton of other businesses as an expert growth marketer. So we're excited to have him on today. Hey, pleasure to meet you, Nick. Awesome, Brian. So maybe let's start with Infotech Designs. What do you what do you offer and what do your clients look like there? And then also outside of that, what kind of work are you doing in, in other spaces? We're a full stack digital marketing agency. My background or origin story began with SEO in 2000, started doing affiliate marketing and SEO. Uh, fast forward to 2008, uh, I created this agency. Fast forward to 2023, uh, we're a team of about 70. And I think about digital marketing tree, digital marketing being a tree uh, a tree has many branches and many leaves. Each branch on the digital marketing tree to me represent a, a channel of visibility or opportunity. My story began with the SEO branch and the biggest, you know, or the search engine branch, if you want to call it that, the biggest leaf being Google, and you have Bing, Yahoo, et cetera, so on. But as of now, we focus on all the branches and all the leaves or social media, ORM, content, SEO, web design, CRO. Uh, the list keeps on going. So it sounds hard to service all of those different things. It sounds like you need specialists for each one to run paid media or create content, et cetera. How do you possibly operate a business of that size and especially like selling different things to different clients? So like, how do you run that? Step one is I think hiring a team and get leveraged, uh, hiring the right team, not any team, but putting the right leaders in place uh, so you can be leveraged to scale and productize and systemize everything you do. Um, after that, building a very granular SOP and knowledge base, which allows us to hire people more often based on the ability to follow in directions and less on your skill sets. Amazing. So I want to touch on a couple of things. First, I want to start with people. Do all your branches or teams, how are they structured? Do you have like a leader on top of each? How, uh, how do you run that? And then do you offshore some talent? Like what does that percentage wise mm -hmm. look like? Yeah, out of everyone, I only talk to the team leaders of each department. So I have an executive assistant, and then I have 18 leaders. Uh, those are pretty much the only people I speak with where we have meetings, and they'll delegate and deploy uh, you know, things we talk about in our meetings. Um, but as far as, as who I talk to, it's about seven or eight people out of everyone, just the team leaders. Yep, very smart. And they, you allow them to have autonomy with client management, hiring, firing, A to Z? Pretty much for the most part, yes. Like my main right-hand man and my left-hand woman, uh, like there's a two people, uh, I'd say the most trusted people in my company, they have kind of carte blanche do whatever they say, I'm gonna follow their lead. If they say this isn't a person that needs to be a part of our organization, um, then I'm gonna more often like 99% follow their lead, which is really rare, honestly, because, uh, well, it's rare that people quit actually, that, that's what I meant. And more often we are letting people go, which is something I'm kind of proud of, because uh, people want to work at this company. That's a signal to me that people want to work here if I'm firing more often than people quitting. Yeah. And why, why do you think that? Why do you think you're able? Because usually there's a lot of turnover in agencies. I think culture uh, and getting people, uh, getting buy-in, getting buy-in on your mission and what you're trying to achieve, um, giving them a, a quality of life, giving them something to look forward to, uh, empowering them as much as I can and creating an environment where they're, around like-minded individuals with a mutual goal. 100%. Um, now let's switch to like SOPs. Where do you guys host all these SOPs and how, how like what's your perspective on, on those things? 
the knowledge base and the videos and the screenshots are all housed in Google. Um, we have we update it just about every single year because software changes, SEO changes all the time. Things always change. So there's a, a regular cadence of those SOPs being updated. So kind of the knowledge educational piece is inside Google Drive in our company, Google Drive, a shared drive folder. And then the actual execution management, task management, uh, how do we know what to do is all done on ClickUp. Perfect. And um, within ClickUp, are you running all your clients out of there, all your project management, everything? ClickUp actually is only an internal tool we use. We got it. For a short minute, we tried using it for client-facing, but it's just too technical. There was a high barrier for them to learn and adopt. So we actually have two different project management systems. ClickUp is purely internal. And then client-facing, we use Basecamp because they have an app, easier to use, better interface. So everything to the client is through Basecamp. Smart, smart. And um, how long have you been doing this? Since 2000. Okay, so quite a while. So usually what I find looking back in the agency world is there's a couple moments for you, probably dozen, me over a dozen, of when you really started growing and scaling. Can you recall any of those, like some major bottlenecks you faced and how you overcame them? I think the biggest one is what we were just talking about, building an SOP. You know, it's yeah. kind of a hobby. For the longest time, I, it was just me, maybe one or two assistants, one or two VAs doing it off the my memory. You yeah. can do that with one or two clients, maybe three clients. But there's a point where my memory bank can't, I can't remember everything. You're not scalable and you're not systemized. You're not productized. So the big game changer with me was creating the SOP. Uh, I'd say even before that, the big game changer was finding uh, a leader finding a leader that could be parallel to me to help me build the SOP, to help me build the team. Um, that came before the SOP. That was the probably largest catalyst and completely changed our trajectory by getting the right talent in place to get me leveraged. Yep, totally. Um, I found the fallacy of a lot of agencies is they think they're the best and usually they are, but that doesn't mean you need to work with every single client forever. Um, and that's like a common fallacy that I think holds... It definitely held me back. Uh, and then when I hired that right-hand man, like life, it was, it was amazing. It's hard to suck up the salary, you know, cause you're cutting from your own pie, but it's totally worth it in the long run. Yeah. The, the most recent hire I got was a executive assistant. And that's been another kind of life-changing mm -hmm. thing for me is not allowing me to focus as much of my time as possible, or at least a game plan to focus much of my time as possible on a revenue generating activity and checking emails and follow-up is not a revenue generating activity for me. So I've recently hired assistant in training and every week is getting better. We're not where we want to be, but we're on the right path and the right trajectory where it's just so life-changing for me for the amount of busy emails, all that busy work, the five minutes here, five minutes there, I've kind of squashed all that. And it's allowed me to be more productive and focus on things that only I can do. Wow. Can you walk me through your client onboarding process? Is it the same every time or it's different for each service? Like, how, how does that look? We have kind of templates. There's like popular services. The most popular would be web design, web redesign, Google ads, SEO, any type of paid media. Um, but we offer a lot of other services beyond that. We have multiple different parts in our agency. And we, most agencies talk about, you know, the riches are in the niches, niche down. We're kind of the opposite. We niche up, we're in everything you know, home medical, legal, enterprise. Uh, and the biggest focus of mine, I'd say in the past three to five years is 
what I call my JV portfolio, where we get equity stakes in companies in exchange for what we can do for them, being their growth lever. Really, really smart. And um, obviously, some agency owners don't want to make that leap because they're not getting paid in that first month. It sounds like you're sacrificing the um, immediate payout for a long-term payout of of equity. How do you think about that? And, and why did you decide to do that? Uh, that was born for many reasons, but the biggest catalyst that really kind of motivated me was the pandemic when I nearly went bankrupt and I lost everyone and that was out of my oh. control. I was in the wrong sectors. I was in hotel restaurant tourism, which is not very pandemic friendly. Uh, we had a lot of enterprise clients, uh, you know, multi-location businesses with hundreds of locations. And when I got that rug pull, I thought I'd be okay because I'm a internet-based business, they're going to still need services, but I was wrong. And that was uh, the point where I said, I can't let that happen again. And the only way I could think of is I need to own these companies or have a stake in the company because then you can never get rid of me. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really smart. Um, and what are some things you've done to reduce churn You know, over the years? I think that that's a fringe case where hospitality took a dive during the pandemic. But outside of that, like, what have you come to believe retains clients a lot of things i'd say number one is results because uh there's like a little a little saying we have the more money we make our clients the more money we make yeah. and if the clients are so busy making money they're never gonna bother us what do they have to complain about but that idea isn't always true clients will still even if business is great their phones are ringing you still have you know five to ten percent you just can't make happy and so part yeah. two of that is reporting and making sure we communicate with easily digestible reports, not inundating them with a million things, but reports they can actually digest, understand, and see the value and benefit in working with us in conjunction with you know, them always being busy. Merge those two worlds, and that's the second layer to help retain clients. 100%. Do you do all the selling or you have sales reps? I pretty much do 100% of my selling ever since I started this agency. And I do it yeah. for myself and some other agencies I'm a part of. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, amazing. Do you have anything else around systems, processes, anything to share with the audience that might be valuable to them? The more infrastructure, the more scale, whatever you're doing, start documenting, systemize, productize, start the process. It doesn't have to be perfect. Use Loom. There's a ton of softwares out there that will help you build that SOP, uh, but start that process. So at least you have some documentation to look back on and change, modify, tweak, and optimize. If you don't have that in place, there's nothing to change. So start the process. So profound. Um, so simple, but rarely done. So that's that's great knowledge. Well, I appreciate your time greatly. Um, congrats on your pivot since the pandemic. I think few are able to make that leap and scale the way you have. Um, so I'm I'm really impressed by that, Brian, and and we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Pleasure to meet you. Awesome.